What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Respect the Game. My name is Edward, named after a trilogy that being my pops. Shout out to my mother and my grandmother for helping raise me too. Please make sure you go follow at Emacs. That's for all your up-to-date high school, pro, and collegiate sports coverage. Will not disappoint. We'll keep you up-to-date on all that is going on in the beautiful, illustrious sports world. Um, and as always, what is a podcast without your brethren? Yo, man, big brother, shine hard, Izzo <laughs> tapping in, big brother, Iron Man. Um, Twitter, Instagram, shine hard, Izzo, man, come on, charismatic. Um <laughs> Intellectual, a, ch- <laughs> a child of the most, a child of the most high God, man. I'm, I'm, I'm coming a little different this year. Let's go. Yo, it's your favorite social media personality. It's, it's the one and only, the host with the most, the blows the most smoke. Black beast, the rap plug, the hip hop plug. You already know. Be sure to go check out Talk and Smoke on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get your dope podcast from. Tap in, baby. Let's go. Getting to it, straight to it. LeBron has some comments recently. Uh, when uh, asked in an interview whether or not his son, Bernie, could play in the league currently right now, LeBron did not hesitate in letting it be known. By saying simply, he, meaning Brian, his son, he could play for us right now. Easy. Easy. <laughs> Should LeBron's teammates feel disrespected by LeBron saying that Bronny could easily play for the Lakers right now at this very moment? No, because... It's his son. What the hell are they gonna say to LeBron James? Man, I ain't gonna lie, bro. You out of pocket for that company. I'm gonna say whatever I wanna say about my son. He gonna tell me what to say about my son. If you don't like what I'm saying, play at a level to where it's so glaringly obvious that he don't belong to where it's insulting to even ask. If you're not doing that and you're doing what you're currently doing, it's free game for him to well, first off, it's it's always free game for the best player arguably ever to speak his mind and again speak his mind about his son not about somebody he heard not about somebody he watches in it well he does watch it in my son but you know where I'm going with this like it's a it's a personal aspect to it to where I mean what can you really say to it you can't get butt hurt like this man feel like his son because all he's saying is my son is good enough to be in the NBA right now. He just he just raising Bronny draft stock because they already called him Drew Holiday, right? Which is pretty high praise. You're a championship caliber, two way point guard in the NBA. It's pretty high praise. So um, Drew Holiday has had a great career. Absolutely, absolutely. If if you ask any NBA player, would they love to have a Drew Holiday career? I think the resounding answer would be yes. Made some all-star teams, uh, made some all-defensive teams, um, you know, and and won a championship, you know, and then got paid, you know, a couple times. I, too, felt that when LeBron said what he said, it's just – I felt like LeBron was speaking 
that's one point of it too, the Izzo, is if y'all wasn't playing at a level that may question whether or not we need Bernie, um, maybe LeBron, you know, sings a different tone. But for me, I feel like in LeBron saying easily Bernie could play for us right now, I think Bron is speaking more so to the desires of his heart and that being his last standing dream to play with it, play with his son in the NBA. So whether or not you want to perceive it as a shot at his current teammates, I think it just has mostly everything to do with LeBron uh, wanting to check off that last box on his on his career, being able to say that he played with his son. Um, and at this rate, who knows if, like, Bron stays in long enough, you know what I'm saying, for us to see Bryce come down, you know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, that's what I think Bron was, uh, you know, speaking to mostly. Man, I think that LeBron is trying to light a fire against those young guys on the team, period. I think he has no issues with D'Lo. I don't think he has no issues with AD. I don't think he has no issues with anybody that's passed, like, four or five years. It's definitely big the guy. Issue with D'Lo. Uh, go ahead. I feel like that's something that he's – you, you, know you know what? You know I may agree with that because at the end of the day, if any position Bron were to play, it would be point guard. So – you know, I think it does send a shot at D Low as well now that I think about it. But at the end of the day, like I don't think he meant I think I don't think he realistically meant that. Uh I think he meant that more just to fire them up, get them motivated, get them to try a different scheme of, you know, to motivate his teammates because this is, you know, because uh, they're they're playing pretty crappy. Um I think LeBron expected them to be more motivated and to be more uh I ain't gonna or, lie. You know, if, I, if I'm in there in the locker room right now with Brian Brown, so man, bring that little nigga in here, strap up right now. I bet I do it. Crazy. Yay. See, see, but at the end of the day, though, like if you're a professional, you're gonna translate that to where everybody can see it. It ain't gonna matter what happens behind closed doors. You got to show, like, okay, like you said, what? I wish he would. Look how we playing now. Like, but at the end My of the God, day, I'll bust his ass. <laughs> well, being a leader, you gotta you gotta try different stuff to, you know, motivate your teammates. You know, and I think you know where he's at being twenty years in. Yeah, he he had to he had to uh, go deep in his bag of tricks to figure out a way to motivate his teammates. So that's what LeBron is known for motivating his teammates. Yes, he's a great athlete. Yes, he's a great player. He has a whole bunch of accolades. But that's one thing LeBron does not get enough credit for is motivating his teammates to be the best players they can be. So this is one of his his, his not even antics. But one of his ways of trying to motivate his teammates, you know, I, I don't think it's a true statement. I don't think I think he was put on on the lie detector. I think at the end of the day, it would not. It would be. It would be um, I wouldn't say it'd be a lie, but it'd be uh, what they say when it's not true, but it's not false. I mean, when it's not false, but it's not true, or whatever. It's like the in between. That's why I think it would be if it was on lie detector. It's like, yeah, you love your son, but you know, at the end of the day, like the Lakers just playing like crap right now, and you just need them to play better. Period. Um, I mean, something else too to think about is I would think that if your dad is arguably one of the greatest basketball players to ever play the game, and you growing up under him the and watching him play, <laughs> um, Brian probably seen Bernie, you know, what I'm saying, in some open runs in the summertime, going up against his team, his current teammates. And who knows if Bernie probably got the best of boys? You know what I'm saying? That could be why he said it. You know what I mean, bro? Um, because he's really like a more under control, 
Russell Westbrook with a three ball early in his career. I'm talking about pre-NBA Russell for the people who going, oh, bro, he didn't shut up. I'm talking about him. You want to be averaging triple doubles? No, that's not what I'm saying. But if you look at Russell Westbrook and what he was coming out of UCLA, yes, he did get drafted. How, what, did, what did Russell Westbrook get drafted? He get drafted like, what, four? Oh, he was drafted top five. Yeah, he was lottery. a lottery. But it wasn't off of this great UCLA season that he had, bro. He was tenacious on defense. He was an athletic one with a immense amount of potential, right? And, you know, that's kind of what I see in Bronny, but I think more polished at this age and stage. So, uh, who knows, man? Yeah, Russell, Russell Westbrook, uh, 2008 NBA draft, drafted fourth overall. That's what I thought. I, I thought he was fourth. I personal, personal think he can hang right now. I don't think he can. Well, when you I mean got niggas hang, like I mean, make a significant difference. Like not significant, not over the top, but I mean, like what point guard? Uh, I don't think he'll get seventeen points. He playing way better than D'Lo currently, and I think he'll be able to knock down. I ain't gonna lie, I like D'Lo, man, for what he is. I think he's a pick and roll point guard. Um. Kind of slew-footed a little bit, right? Not the most athletic, not the quickest guy, but very crafty. Um, can get his own shot when needed. Um, streaky shooter. Um, high confidence. Um, you know, when he's on his game, man, he's, you know, part what, at his best. You know, D-Lo's what averaging, you know, 16, you know, two and six. And uh, that's pretty decent in the NBA. It's really, you know, pretty good. Uh, but... I don't know, man. I just think, you know, from what the NBA is, can Bronny not come in and be a 3 and D guy right away? Absolutely. Let's say this. I think right now. I think LeBron, I think Bronny on any other team, except if he was on the same team with LeBron, I think he actually would be good. But nowhere, without LeBron, I don't think he'd be good. I think he needs a guy that's from his father to be the best he can be. I don't think he'd be, if he's playing for the Pistons, he'll be like, oh, this great, God, right now, I don't think that'll be happening right now. But right, right now, you think he'll take Dayton out of the spot right now? You think he'll take Pistons got too many Pistons got too many point guards anyway. They got Killian Hayes still on the roster, and he was the lottery pick as well. So that should tell you about the lottery system. I mean, can he? Is he not better than Killian Hayes right now, Ronnie James? Like, is he not? And again, if you go look at Killian Hayes' box score, I'm pretty sure the nigga has zero points right now, and the game is over. <laughs> and he played almost 30 minutes, guaranteed. Yes, Lord. In the up and in the yeah. <laughs> so is he not better than him? Bernie's definitely know. getting to the league. Um, sure, for I sure. Read that. Yeah. Um, I don't. I would be shocked. <laughs> I would be shocked if Bronny came out this year. Um, just you know, obviously considering you know his uh his health situation, but being able to get like a full year up under him, that is a teammate. Uh, whole year he's looking to be a high supreme lottery pick, if not number one overall. And 
Bronny possibly being in a situation next year at USC where like the team is his, and then be us being able to really see his game flourish and develop, and him him being able to come into the draft class of next year versus him like rushing to come out this year. But obviously the NBA ain't going nowhere no time soon, and the the framework that is that his pops is laid before him will allow him to be in a position to where somebody going to take Barney. Not to say his talent won't warrant him being drafted, but, you know what I'm saying, like it helps that your pops nonetheless is LeBron James on top of the work that you're going to be putting in because you've seen what it takes to get to the league, you know, through your pops. So, um, so yeah. Uh, <clears throat> moving on to the NFL. This is a special occasion. Um, the name of this podcast is called Respect the Game, and respecting the game yep. is a, I don't know if we want to say a mantra or just a way of life or just, you know, a, a proverb of just, mm, as, we was, as we were speaking about before the podcast, like, this is a marathon, right? This is a marathon. Um. And so when you up, you know, at whatever particular phase in your life or when you're up at whatever particular game you're in, um, the the essence of respecting the game is just understanding that, like, you have to see things all the way through. Uh, you can't count your eggs before they hatch, so to speak. Um, if you're down, you got to respect the game enough to know that, hey, like, you know, if you got what it takes, you can make a comeback, you know, whether we're talking a literal game or we're just talking about, you know, the way of life. Um, and respect in the game, I believe, has been showcased in a beautiful, eloquent manner through our Houston Texans, where you consider how we fight, scratched and clawed throughout the season and found our ways to be in a position where nobody thought we were to be the AFC South division champs. Um, that don't like that don't just happen overnight, obviously, but one could say it did. <laughs> but 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 it was a grind for it was a grind for us to get here. We in a one could argue, one could argue, I know like statistically through the record, it's not necessarily like a playoff game per se, but we had a playoff game last week. Like you might as well say we had a playoff game last week going up against the Colts and a uh winner win and you win the playoffs, losing you you done for the season. So for us to be in that situation, backs against the wall, one to go home, um and to see that, like, we didn't fold at the opportunity, we rose to the occasion, I think, uh, you know, it was a true testament. Um, and this was, and at the time, at the time of us being in that situation, we weren't necessarily playing with the implications of, like, trying to win a division. You know what I'm saying? We just want to win and make sure we got in. Um, and then you talk about respecting the game, you know what I'm saying? Like it has, it's two sides to that coin. You know what I'm saying? Like you could be down bad and have the opportunity to get, get back up, or you could start off on scorching fire, be up, get complacent, whatever the case may be. Don't respect the game. Cause you think, you know what I'm saying? It's a smooth road up, up ahead. Cause you had a good start and you look at me, you look back and it's like, Hey, we missed the playoffs. Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, 
I know. We... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, sunshine, the sun ain't shining so bright now, is it? Man, and it rains quite a bit out here in Jacksonville. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, uh. Before we get to our Texans, uh, I just want to put that out there just in terms of, man, wherever you at in your life in particular, just respect the game. You know what I'm saying? Respect people. Respect your surroundings. Um, respect every situation that you're in uh, accordingly. Um, you know, respect the blessings that God has given you. Um, yeah, man, just just respect the game. Respect the game, you know, it's just a way of life um, of just yielding good fruit and, um, you know, protecting and taking care of the things that you've been blessed with. Oh, uh, Super Bowl is here. Shout out to all the teams that respected the game, you know, no matter where you were throughout the season and fought, found the Steelers. Talk about, imagine if they just found it in for the season and, you know, it's like we ain't going to, we ain't really. Playoffs gonna... are here. Playoffs, what did I say? I'm sorry. Super Bowl. I'm like, and then you went oh. right into the Steelers. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> playoffs, Play, playoffs, playoffs. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, playoffs. Um, Steelers, they kept, you know, what I'm saying, fighting and clawing, and you know, here they are, Mike Tomlin, another season above 500. Um, I want to say the longest streak in the NFL for a head coach. Uh, Ravens and the 49ers, they get a bye week, uh, being the one seeds of their uh, respective conference. Uh, for those listening who may not fully know, for the AFC, um, we got the Ravens, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Texans, the Browns, the Dolphins, the Steelers. For the NFC, you have the 49ers, the Cowboys, the Lions, the Bucks, the Eagles, the Rams, and the Packers. Of these teams, I have my team, but I'll let y'all go first. Who do y'all think has the easiest road? Or the more most favorable road to reach the playoffs. Uh, the most favorable road um is probably. I mean, if you look at it, I would say that the NFC. Um, I probably would say the Cowboys because I think the NFC is a weaker conference uh, than the AFC. Um, Cowboys play the Packers. Packers aren't ready, right? Packers are banged up at the wide receiver position. They're banged up on defense. They aren't that good um, this year. Um, but the Cowboys definitely do Cowboys things, but we're just talking about path. It should be pretty easy for them to roll in that first round. Um, and, and who would they play second round, if I'm not mistaken? Out of the Rams and the Lions. Oh man, you know um, the the emergence of Kyron Williams um, is sneaky. Is a sneaky good asset for the Rams moving forward in years to come because now you got a back, a bell cow back that you can hand it off and you know twenty five times to, and he can go get the job done. So. Um, Speaking of the Cowboys, the devil always seemed to show up. So, um, but to answer your point, man, I think it's set up for Jerry Jones to finally, you know, finally maybe, you know, 
look that Super Bowl in the face and, you know, possibly taste victory once more. But, you know, we'll see. You still got to play the game. Yes, to respect the game. Uh, beautiful people, our brother, I am Sedacious has logged on uh, with us, uh, avoiding the fines uh, to start off the new year. Uh, try to turn your, your camera horizontal <laughs> if you can. Uh, but Sedacious, uh, yeah, that's better. Let you get in on the action. Uh, who has the easiest road? Uh, easiest road in the uh, playoffs. <laughs> uh, easiest road. <laughs> yeah, who would you say has the easiest or most favorable road uh, in the playoffs? Um, okay, first of all, good afternoon, good evening, <laughs> good morning, depending on where you are. My name is Sedacious Miles, and on behalf of me and my guys, Happy New Year. This is season whatever, but we're here, and we thank you for rocking with us as always. We love you guys. Um, <laughs> And we're just going to keep going. We ain't going to never stop. We're going to continue to, you know, bring you all this content. So to answer your question, bro, um, I feel like San Fran because San Fran is tough. And there's really not nobody in, in the NFC to me that really can really hang with them for real. So Lions they have are a balanced team. Lions are a really balanced team that I like. I'm just put that out there. Even though I yeah. said that they, you know, Cowboys do have the easiest path, but I feel like if they play the Lions, it'd be a little because they can run the ball, something the Cowboys can't do. Um, exactly. So it'd be interesting. I ain't going to lie. Let's just say this. The Cowboys do play the Lions. I would definitely take the Lions. And I know some Cowboys fans would just be dying to, oh, yeah, give me that money. So you're a Cowboys fan. You want to lose some money in the next couple weeks? Hit me, Tenacious. You know, call me, beat me, and reach me. Who do the Lions <laughs> play first round? <laughs> they play the Rams. If they get, like I said, if they if they make a pass, because the Rams are a good team. I just mentioned Kyron Williams, new bell call rookie running back that they have is really good. Um, I think he's a tremendous player. I think that's an added element to their offense that they haven't had since Todd Gurley. Um, so it's it'll be something. To, it'll be something to see. It should be it should be a first good, you know, uh, first good few first round games uh, in the NFL for the playoffs this upcoming week. Wild card round. Yeah, I just I I'm trying, but I can't help but think that Shannon. Kyle Shanahan is like pretty much running the NFC right now. And that's just what that is. I mean, even as I'm watching the Cowboys, it's like, yeah, this looks good. It does. But Tony Pollard is having trouble. Rico Dollar is having trouble. So I don't know. We'll see. They run good enough to get them passes off. So, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know if it could uh, be enough. Do they know? I ain't going to lie. But Tony Pollard been looking I don't know, man. He still got a little. He still got a little burst on him. Just a little. Just a little burst on him. Is he looking like? Is he looking like this? He, he looking. He looking. Washed. Yeah, he looking like Zeke. He was looking them last couple years. 
Look like yeah, he can't back, get out you, of. You know, running back is a hard position, bro. So can't get out of a hole to save his life. No acceleration, in and out of cuts. Um, you know, hey, um, Zeke was taking. Nah, they they for that. They age like dog. They age in dog years. That running back man, coming from a fellow running back, you know myself, man. It's a lot of punishment um, in the position, but I, I made it my business to try to dole out some punishment, and especially like that. You don't tend to last, man. It's it's a high price to pay. Hey, bro, you had pay. some of your old film. Man, bro, that's been over twelve. Wow, how long I've been out of high school, bro? Over twelve. <laughs> I got like two. I got like two or three, maybe like uh, tapes from like high school playing basketball. So I'm just asking if you still have some on ice. We to be continued with that. Okay. To be continued. I I have to see. I had to check my old huddle. I don't even remember my huddle password, bro. Um, you know, so I think it was a, I think it was a more so personal because, um, listening to y'all, yeah, uh, y'all said the Cowboys and, and the 49ers and bro, I don't know why I think I was just thinking about how I guess like handicapped they are. And their ability to be able to put up points, and that being the Dolphins, I feel like the Dolphins should have an easy win versus the uh, versus the Chiefs, just because of like Patrick Mahomes is like I'm not going. Just because if if. The Dolphins are able to put up points, even though the Chiefs have a highly respectable uh, secondary. I don't believe in the – I don't think the Chiefs have shown us anything for us to believe that they're going to be able to keep up with scoring if need be. This is not an indictment on Patrick Mahomes. This is an indictment on his receiving core who has proven to fail him time and time again all year. And I don't feel like we should, we've seen anything to be like, they'll be all right, or Patrick will get them right, or they'll quote unquote flip the switch. Man, I'm telling you, it's going to be the Isaiah Pacheco show up there in Arrowhead. Dolphins are coming on the road, bro. Pause. They're, they're going to be on the road. True. And they are an entirely different team on the road. And I want to say five hundred under 500 against playoff teams, I believe. They're horrible like on the yes. road. So, like, when that registered in my brain, I was just like, we I can't phone it in and be like, oh, they're going to, you know, get the Chiefs up out of here. But that could be, like, uh, personal emotions and feelings of, like, fantasy talking. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I ain't gonna lie. Looking forward to the fantasy league uh, next year. I don't even know who won in our league, but I did win in my thousand dollar league. Shout out to Yahoo Fantasy Sports. Uh, terrible GMs, um, commissioner group, man. A uh, great group of guys. Um, it was an honor taking y'all money. Looking forward <laughs> to doing it again next year, real soon, man. Straight up, straight up, straight up. Um, Black Peace, easiest road in the playoffs. Uh, 
Um, can I give you most possible road? Like most possible? Not well. Forget yeah, it. Easiest, easiest, easiest. 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 I like the way you said it because it did open up, made them a little more easy. I do agree with the Dolphins. Uh, do have an easier road. Uh, I feel like this definitely gives opportunity Are for they not to step up. Champs? The defending champs that have no hands. It's a difference. Um, I don't know you what happened. Money on the Dolphins. Honestly, bro, if I, if I had the, the funds to do it, I actually would do it. Yeah, <laughs> which I am. I'm this like, nigga hit on prospects like every day. Talking about <laughs> and, and I'm not, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm gonna take my chances like that. I'm not even about to <laughs> leave it up to the to the referees and oh, whatnot. Nigga, but nigga rich talking about some he ain't got. I mean, at the end of the day, though, like, <laughs> what makes you believe that? Like, what is what has been shown? With the Chiefs, that they can win a game when it, when when the pressure's on. I have seen Patrick Devon Mahomes enough with a resume know. of the oh, year bro. to show that he was, I, I can't, that the team can't, could pull it off. Isaac, bro, we can't hang our head on Patrick, bro. He can't unless he's throwing it and running down fifty yards to catch it too. Bro. I don't care. <laughs> no, bro. Like, okay. Like the other day, you right. seen that okay. with the resume of the regular season being okay, successful. So. When he does it and we come back next week, I want to have this conversation again. And you'll be like, but, 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 but I, uh, what I want you to do is just point out all the points that made a difference so I can be like, what happened? Because I'm gonna be more like, what the hell happened if it isn't so obvious as that? Because I'm gonna be more confused. Now, if Andy Reid wins the game, Finds a way to win the game. I can get that. That's what happened when they were in Germany. I ain't seen Andy Reid suit up yet. Andy Reid winning the game on What? He stopped Tyree. What are you talking about? Stop Tyree. He got. I think he got injured in the midst in the midst of it and all that. Like he found a way to neutralize Tyree. So the Chiefs' strengths this year is actually their defense. So. I don't – that's why – with them not having a Jalen Waddle anymore to have somebody to supplement coverage off of Tyreek, they can focus all of the coverage and roll it to Tyreek. I don't think, too, is that dynamic with dispersing the football like that because the scheme is going to be there, but I don't think you're going to be able to scheme it up for guys to get open when one guy is, you know, being taken away. It, in my opinion, when you don't have a Jalen Waddle. On your I mean, team, because you if he like... doesn't, if he doesn't play, I think they're screwed. And then Mostert is hurt as well. And if he doesn't play, I think they're really screwed. I mean, to a certain extent, you don't feel like this is a, the same kind of matchup like Week One that no, Detroit. I don't. I don't because right now in Arrowhead, I I want to say it's close to freezing temperatures. Miami don't like that. Go look at their record on the road, bro. Go look at their record in James. Yeah, they Florida boys. Come on, man. I don't think Tua done had a game like that in his NFL career yet where he's just in inclement up against the conditions and up against um, the weather, man. So it's just, you know, I, I just don't think they have I, even with, even with most Miami certain, has shown with, me. Uh, and, and, and let's not forget. Let's not especially forget. Especially with him being injured. Yeah, especially. 
And let's oh, not forget, this was, this, was a, this was a low-scoring no. game when they faced Over off. Time. This was a low-scoring game when they faced off early in the season. Chiefs winning 21-14, and yeah. they and they were at home. The Chiefs were at and home. And they were at full strength. At full strength. With, and so them not being at full strength, bro, I definitely believe that Patrick Mahomes is – if you get at, if you give him an ounce of hope and window and light, Bro, they've had yeah. all season, and every single almost every single time though, they bro. found a way to mess it up. Okay, all right. We have the Chiefs ain't shit. Apparently, like, I, mean, they just, I know you going off the fucking regular season, and it don't matter, bro. Because when the playoffs matter, players play. Win and losers, but lose. what and players are going to help again. him play is what I'm trying to figure out. I and get I'm the idea that they are going they to have injured players. No tomorrow. Isaiah Pacheco, mark my words, he will have 20-plus carries. 16 I mean, in the regular season. In the regular season. He will have 20-plus. Go, Dacious. Let Dacious rock. Go, Dacious. Is Travis Kelsey playing? Yeah, yeah, he's not injured. He had three catches for – I'm just saying it for reference, not that it has the whole extreme validity – uh, Travis Kelsey is playing when they play earlier in the year versus the Dolphins. Kelsey had three catches for 14 yards. He has been on he the downward spiral ever since he started dating you-know-who. And I don't even want to say my theory on that because I don't want to get us canceled before we get off and running real good. But I, think the, Chiefs the, I think the Chiefs will beat the Dolphins because of what Isaac said. I, I, um, I know they'll be. Isaiah Pacheco is a dynamic runner, and so they're just going to run the ball down their throat and um, control the time of possession and get their dink and dunks where they need to get them and get their shot plays when they need to get them. And I think that will be – and them being an arrowhead will be too much for Miami, especially with them not having <clears throat> the auxiliary of Jalen Waddle. And um, the dynamic running and speedy Roheem Mostert. So that's just my take on it personally from, from just listening to y'all. It's like, okay, well, if this championship player is playing and his tight end championship player is playing and this game is a game that gets them closer to getting back to that championship, for me, it's like it's like the Warriors to me. That's just how I look at it. And it's just like, yeah, okay, that's fine. We'll get stuff in the playoffs. But we talking about the Warriors from last year or the year before last? Whenever, they look like, the year, they look like last year, it's not the year before suck. last when they were champions, in my opinion. because The thing is, bro, for me, for me, it's a – it's it's how in depth is the championship DNA, and so I feel like for teams like the Golden State Warriors and the Kansas City Chiefs, the DNA is so in depth that you can never count them out, right? And so for me, it's kind of like on some no brainer type dish ish. They on the way to the they on the way to the Super Bowl, they got to go through the Dolphins, and the Dolphins got to come to Arrowhead and they house. And then, you know, they're going to have – they're going to feel a way about being in their house and playing in their house. I, it, just, it, just, it, just, it just makes sense. If I was a betting man, that's what I – that's that's what I, I, I would lean towards. And then, again, I can't trust Tua 
to be to be able to, to pass the ball around. Like, like, like Isaac said before. You know, um, now the tight end, he does get the tight end involved, but I mean, we'll just have to see because Ooh, Arrowhead Mike gets Jusecki? pretty loud. Yeah. Mike Jacecki. No, he don't play for them no more. He don't. Um, I'm thinking about uh, he does. Um, I guess I just feel like if is it I'm the Dolphins, I'm sorry, this sounds like the most suicidal thing to do, but based on the way those receivers are playing and knowing, don't they have Ramsey as well? Yeah, they got Ramsey. I feel like you Ramsey force, and, and it sounds suicidal, you force Mahomes to be Mahomes. You do, you start, you stop Pacheco at all costs, Load and you make him be quarterback. And it sounds suicidal oh with the way those, those hey, bro, are Darnell, I understand you what gotta you're make saying, him bro. Do something no, he hasn't done all not, year. It's no indictment to say Patrick Mahomes can't be Superman. It's just you what you're saying and what I agree with what you're saying. Let's force their receivers to have to catch the ball, which they've shown they struggle to do. Bro, I, Bradley I Chubb is hurt, To bro. place them better, to make them – because if you look at it, if those they receivers catch those run, balls, Darnell. they're the number one seed. Not disrespecting Lamar Jackson That's true. at all. That's true. They are That's possible true. number one seeds on those plays they keep highlighting because they would have won – Four games or three or four games. They should have went outside DeAndre Hopkins in the offseason is what they should have did instead of being cheap. Which is you the smartest that would have been. you can Tom Brady you. this shit and not give him no help. No. Who y'all talking about? The league is too dynamic. The league is too dynamic now. All them Tom Brady days where Tom Brady was doing that with nobody because it was like literally one great receiver per, you know, per half the teams that were in the league at that time. Now, you seemingly have a good to great receiver on pretty much every team, right? Yeah. So you, you can't do that anymore. You you can't win with this. Not if he wins with the scraps this year. I don't want to hear. Yeah, I'm talking about well, first Lamar. First off, Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. I know Lamar's going to win his second MVP, and that's great and all, but no, bro. If, if Mahomes win it this year, I don't want to hear nothing, bro. He really <laughs> the second best quarterback ever behind Tom <laughs> And I totally Brady. agree. That would and be, I would totally agree. That would be but at the end of the day, like I said, it's, it's hard to throw a ball to receivers who don't have hands. And y'all let this nigga win if he wants to. She's right, right, right now. can't be the only receiver that catches the ball for you, brother. My only fear is if they do win it without the receivers, they're going to be looking like, Patrick, well, you, you did it without. I better not see another year of this. Again, for real, like, but like I said, I'm just. Hell, last year he has some kind of receivers to catch. They want to catch the ball. If you really like the Dolphins, you know where you can find. I mean, I'm like like, put a ten ten shitter links. (laughs) I feel like they're due. To be honest, I feel like they're due to show up in a in a in In a perfect situation. You have a you have a um, like I say. I almost yeah. I almost said that they had an easy road. The more I looked at not believing in um the Chiefs receivers and whatnot, but when I look at the makeup of what they've been able to not do throughout this season, I definitely don't stamp that and backtrack on uh, them having an easy road, not them not being able to beat the Chiefs. Um, 
But yeah, you can't be below five hundred against playoff teams, and uh, it be deemed that you have like an easy road. That I don't validate, but I'm not. If the Chiefs lose, I I wouldn't be shocked because if it's due to the receivers for sure. Um, but let's all uh, receivers, but false. Y'all, y'all, you just had to. <laughs> I didn't want to curse, but yeah, y'all like y'all say receivers like six times. Like I heard receivers like six times. Like damn. <laughs> yeah, nigga, they lead the league in drops by a comfortable yeah. margin. He don't lead the league in misses. They lead the league in drops. <laughs> yeah, he putting it there for sure. He can't put them balls up. I ain't gonna lie for a fact. If if dudes do what they supposed to do. They re- oh yeah, they definitely should have had a first seed and Bro, the Ravens. That's what I'm probably, saying. And the Ravens will probably be playing. Who? The Browns? Hell, even I don't like, think they if the Ravens I don't even give a, it to the, the Ravens, offensive coordinator. The plays have been there. Yeah, because the Bills. You know what's gonna be crazy? Two seed. What's up? When Deshaun Watson show up for that playoff game. And he playing in Texas and watching CJ beat his team, and he watched him literally win over the Texans fan base. And as we forget about him, because that's that's what we on the verge on. Because the CJ Stroud, you think he show off and rolling, bro? We're gonna forget about Deshaun Watson. You bro. think he show? Hello. You think he show up? <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you don't show, it just looks. No, bro. I'm talking about. Oh, you. I'm specifically you think saying physically. He, do you think he physically will even show, show up, up in the building? I'm pretty Hell sure he no. still got homes in Houston, bro. I'm pretty sure he does. Niggas who play in Houston, bro, tend to still have houses there and live there. For yeah, yeah, but I'm various reasons. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could be in the city. But I'm saying like you expect him to be on the sideline, face showing, rooting on the the the, the Bears, the Browns. Why not, bro? Right. They pay you two thirty. You lead. You supposed to be the leader. Of the team. <laughs> supposed to be the franchise. Quarterback. Quarterback. Oh, and, and, but, and uh, Wacko Flacco off the couch and got more three hundred yard games than you. Man. Dating back since last year. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's a perfect segue. Uh, talking about Deshaun Watson and. Uh, the Texans fan base completely like putting him in the rearview mirror as we expect CJ Stroud to go out here and win over the fan base. Um, I already won. Hello, Literally. how y'all doing? <laughs> Darnell say like, now y'all up to speed. I see. And, and I, I it, my main thing is, it's like not disrespect. It's just it is what it is. Yeah. It is it true, man? Is it too soon? Is it too soon to claim CJ Stroud to be a better quarterback than Deshaun Watson? Wording is key. Quarterback. I feel like he's a better quarterback. I feel like I mean they Deshaun both play Watson. the same position, so there's no it's no tricky wordplay. Y'all there. pull that out when y'all feel like y'all want to get right. No, bro. No, no, is he a better no. player? What the Player and quarterback are synonymous because they in the same position. Prototype? That's not no clear cut. What's up with you in this prototype word tonight? (laughs) If you look up the definition of a prototype, it's literally a a replica of what you would want to be or what something is soon to become. Prototype is the first model 
of something to be or something that isn't finished who's in the process of becoming it. So is he a Deshaun Watson prototype? Absolutely not. No, no. TJ is a one-on-one. quarterback prototype, but no. I ain't going to lie to you. TJ is a better quarterback right now currently than Deshaun Watson. That's not even like breaking news to say. Nobody would look at me and be like, bro, what the fuck you talking about, man? Because niggas were still drinking that Deshaun Watson Kool-Aid from 2021. That's all you doing. You haven't showed us that in three years, bro. And quarterback is one of them positions. You can't be taking a year and a half off and thinking you about to be, you know, yeah, still elite. up there at top five and still elite. It's going to take – I was going to say it was going to take the entirety of this year to kind of get his feet back up under him, but I ain't going to lie. Every time I look at Deshaun Watson on Instagram, where you out to eat with some guys I don't know, some guys <laughs> I never heard of, and you out doing this, you out living. And I ain't mad at you. Live your life, celebrate, man. You got 230 and it's fully guaranteed, but you'll go for that. You but won. Play, <laughs> you won in life. But man, brother, at what cost? And that's why I don't think because I don't think he wants the Cleveland Browns to be this successful. If they saying they this successful without you, they can't cut you. No, they, they, they can't they, cut they you. Gonna, like they, they gonna they gonna make you play that out. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, whether, whether the Browns want you or not, you they quarterback. Even if Flacco could take them off to a Super Bowl this year, hypothetically, you still coming back as the starting quarterback. It would be like on some Nick Foles shit. <laughs> wow, bro, that'd be crazy. <laughs> um. So, Deshaun in his rookie season, Deshaun in his rookie season uh, only played seven games and got injured. Uh, through those seven games, he went three and four, had 19 touchdowns to eight interceptions um, and 1,700 passing yards. 1,700 passing yards, three and four record, 19 touchdowns to eight interceptions with a – QBR of 83.7 uh, through seven games. C.J. Stroud, in his first seven games this season, just like Deshaun, three and four record, 1,800 passing yards, and he had nine touchdowns to just one interception. Uh, and through the first seven games, he had a QBR of 59.9. Um, yeah, and – for extra to extras, Deshaun also had 269 rushing yards with two touchdowns. Um, so I just wanted to put those stats out there just in terms of like their first seven games as a rookie um, and throwing that question in there again, is it too early to claim C.J. Stroud no. had a quarterback Absolutely not. than Deshaun? Deshaun Watson was the quarterback that we got. C.J. is the quarterback that we needed. Plain and simple. We were grateful for, for for Watson. He did a great job, to be honest. He took us, you know, to the places that we never thought we would be. He put us on a pedestal we thought we'd never be at at the end of the day. No, but, we did not, bro. He, he took us to a place where I saw us go before, which is the divisional round where we always lose. But we had hope when he was behind center, dude. You seriously believe hope. we can win. No, we we, 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 we had, had I was we didn't I have was hope. And I'm not sure how many people forget, but to be up 23 oh, to don't bring that up. And like <laughs> hold on, hold on. let me make sure I get it That's correct. Right. Bro, 
Yo, so check this out. Is Nico Collins play though? Is, is Nico a number one or is CJ Stroud making him be on number one? I think CJ Stroud is a force multiplier, bro. Like yeah, he, it's the sure. Tom Brady effect, bro. Those same guys that play with Tom Brady, you put another quarterback in there, they ain't gonna be nothing. As soon as you put Tom Brady in there, them dudes look viable options. Julian Edelman won a Super Bowl MVP. You put CJ on that team, man, Nico Collins look like a top 10 receiver in the league. Not even look like is. I would say is. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you look at Nico like when he was coming out of Michigan, you know, Michigan guy, um, you know, got all the measurables, right? Got, you know, good height, you know, nice size hands, um, you know, good weight at the wide receiver position, um, you know, aggressive, you know, catch radius, um, Attacking the ball at the highest point. Um, better route runner than uh, giving credit. Better better route runner than giving credit. But just, uh, you know, just a great hands catcher, man. Uh, great after the catch as well. Um, and, and we never saw it, right? We never saw it because he had Davis Mills throwing him the quarterback, right? Nobody's going to look good, you know, your first couple <laughs> years of the league when you got that guy. So, understandably so. You get somebody that's well – endowed and more than you know capable in CJ and the guy looks like he's making Nick Casario first off CJ Stroud just got Nick Casario paid I know he did make a, a ton of other great decisions as well Tangdale you know the number three pick right and Will Anderson Jr. who was also in the running for defensive rookie of the year but man CJ Stroud just a force multiplier man he makes everybody better um we didn't. You didn't see it with Case Keenum. You didn't see it with Davis Mills, and there's reason why. Those guys aren't CJ. So you get your quarterback, man. It changes everything. Literally, it changes everything. Sedacious. Talking about the Dallas Cowboys. What is a question? that people should be asking as it relates to the Dallas Cowboys? Is Jack uh, for real? And I'm literally going to say this, that, or I was going to be like, are y'all for real? <laughs> yeah, is that is Dak for real? 
Um, here's here's my chance to finally see it. I've been waiting for so long, and now I'm finally gonna get to see. If Ooh, question: this is You all still taking? You still taking uh Josh? Are you still taking uh <laughs> Josh Allen or Dak Prescott? You still taking Josh Allen over Dak Prescott? We're gonna we're gonna have to see. We're gonna have to see. After this year, still you still gotta see. Yeah, man, because I feel like Josh Allen started off a little slow and then kind of came around the corner a little bit. I don't um, feel like he came so, around the corner. I don't feel like he came around the corner. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I just think they switched those seasons and started running the ball. Hey, Sedacious, so if you want to put it out there, we we tried to push you off that ledge, but it looked like you should have stayed there because for the longest you said, yo, Josh Allen isn't who y'all think he is. Josh Allen is who he is to take Isaac's coin term, a, a force multiplier, and him being able to have a Stephon Diggs alongside him. But even with a Stephon Diggs this year, like for whatever reason, they not in sync. And Josh Allen is like look grotesquely mid this season, in my opinion. Yeah, I I don't know. I still so so so, so is Dak mid to you still for you to not know which one is better? Oh yeah, he, he not. He... I need a divisional championship game. For him not to be mid, that's what he got to get. He, if he if he falls short, conference falls, championship, man, the divisional round is in the divisional. My bad. Okay, we already have conference championship. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, conference championship. And then that's 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 the bar. If he can get there, he can get that win to get there. I don't care if he doesn't go to the Super Bowl, but if he can get in that dance, then. I will, yeah, I'll go back to my quarterback. Is but there... I've been saying it, this is this has been my tune for quite some time. You know what I'm saying? Because even earlier this year, I was like, yo, he needs to get it together. And then consequently, he just kind of got it together and got better and better. But I'm still like, yeah, no, I'm not convinced because it's some boys that you got to play in the postseason. And let's see if your moxie can out-moxie they moxie. But if we can't move the ball with Tony Pollard and Rico Dotto, I'll just be waiting on another year to see if he mid or elite again. Because if we can't run the ball, then that's dead. All is the, silver lining, more, the silver lining to that is Michael Parsons, though. I mean, but and and the defense all around, but do you see any wild circumstances in which y'all lose to the Packers this week? Oh no! <laughs> no, no, they're gonna get spanked like the Commanders did last week. I'm not worried about that. I will worry about the Lions and Rams game, but not as much as I would uh, if we had to play San Fran or whoever came down from the other side of the bracket. Uh, so we just about touched on every team in the playoffs. Uh, except for the one game over in the NFC, the Eagles and the Bucks. Uh, Eagles have to go on the road to the Bucks. The, <laughs> the Eagles have, you know, fallen from grace. Um, I I kind of want to ask a twofold question. Um, uh, it just feels right to ask. I didn't have it on the rundown, but 
Well, I'll ask one. I'll ask this question at least. Should people expect the Eagles to flip the switch? Of course. Pause. Bring that question back. Do the Eagles have a, a switch to flip, or are they are just who they are? I think their defense is who they they are who who they are. Um, I think they, they have a different. Um, I think they're hurting without their offensive coordinator. They don't run the ball nearly as much as they should in the additions that they made in the offseason. Um, um, and you couple that with Jalen Hurts um, hurting his knee early in the year, and he's never really seen the same since that. And he's kind of just downplayed it like he'll be okay for week to week. But I think he may be more hampered than, you know, he's leading on. And you company that with teams aren't scared of the Eagles anymore, right? They used to put fear in people, right? They used to overpower people with their physicality and them running the ball. And like I said, a great part of that was Jalen Hurts running the ball, right? And then uh, one of the questions that came out of that is, you know, is that type of play style um, conducive to winning? And is that sustainable, right? So, you know, um, they have a new offensive coordinator this year and they don't run. I heard uh, some analysts on ESPN talk about they just don't dress it up enough, right? And that's coaching. They don't have nearly enough motion in their offense. They don't have a lot not, of smoking mirrors. Not they're just scheming. lining up. And, they're not scheming it up. They're not scheming it up at all. So um, with that, that they have gone, going forward and, and accompanied with the fact that they don't control the line of scrimmage anymore by running the ball and just imposing their will, um, it's a it's a totally different team, and then the defense just isn't good, right? And you can throw on them, you can do whatever you want to do to them, you know. Just pick pick your poison, uh, abuse them. <laughs> different team, different team this year. They'll flip the switch for the Buccaneers, though. Man, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that either. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So. Play a, play a quick game uh, called Over Under. All right. So, out of the top 10 scoring defenses in the league, well, no, we're not. Just give me a number for now. Maybe we'll, maybe I'll give y'all, I would have to give y'all a number. Uh, out of the top 10 scoring defenses in the league, how many do y'all think made the playoffs? Um, Hold on, seven. You said, you said over or under, bro. Do you seven? No point five. Seven over or under. Out of top, out of top ten scoring defenses in the league, over or under seven made the playoffs. I'm over. Over. Isaac got over. What you got, Darnell? Under. Darnell got under sedacious. I'm gonna go under. Hey, Sean, who it is or out? <laughs> um, out of the top ten scoring defenses, eight of those teams made the playoffs. Because the number was too particular that he picked. He picked seven. I'm like <laughs> the house. <laughs> um, gotta be over. Yeah, so uh, out of the top ten defenses uh, in the league, can I top, name them? Can I top, see, can I see if I can name them? Yeah, hold on. 
the top 10 scoring defenses in the league, eight of them made the playoffs. See if you can name them, Enzo. Ravens won, or yeah, Ravens won. Um, Cowboys two, Niners three, in no particular order. After yeah, this, yeah, um, yeah. And then you got um, uh, the Chiefs. They're in the top um eight. Um, that's four. Um, who else is just that ferocious on defense? Oh, I forgot. Browns. Bills, man, have been uh oh yeah, Browns and Bills, so that's six. Um uh, Jacksonville ain't in no damn playoffs. Steelers. Hold on, Isaac. Jacksonville is in the playoffs. Hold on, hold on, Darnell. You said Baltimore, you said Chiefs, you said 49ers, you said Bills. Yeah. You said Cowboys. That's five. Yeah. You said Steelers just now? Yeah. All right. That's that six. was I think Steelers was seven for me because I said the Browns, Ravens, Bron- Browns, Niners. Browns is not a top ten scoring defense. Wow. Dolphins. Nope. Okay, so it's um, uh, damn. So that means it's gotta be. Uh, who's top ten scoring? How many you already named? <laughs> he named six so far. It's two left. So you got that, two more that are in the playoffs. The Rams. No, Rams are not one of the teams. Oh shoot. You're not supposed to be looking, Darnell. <laughs> oh, I'm not looking. No, I'm looking at something else. I could have swore something else happened. I'm not looking at that. I'm just. Is it the Lions and the Buccaneers? Uh, the Lions, bro. No, the Lions. The Lions are not one, but the Bucs are in the team. Oh, one of the teams. So there's one more. My last guess was the Lions. So I, I don't know who the last one would be. Last team is the Packers. Man, get out of here. <laughs> the dumbest don't lie, man. Top 10 scoring is the Packers. The two teams that are in it that didn't make the playoffs is the Saints and the Raiders. So the Saints and the Raiders were a top 10 scoring defense, but they did not make the playoffs this season. Mm. Oh, I didn't make it. Hmm. Sucks to know. Uh, all right. Okay. Out of the top 10 rushing defenses in the league, the number is eight. No. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Right at seven. Every time you do it, I know you're I know you're worried. Right <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, why would you put it at a half? I'm familiar with I'm familiar with your work. Out of the top 10 scoring defenses, not not scoring, forgive me. Out of the top 10 rushing defenses in the league, seven and a half. How many made the playoffs? Seven. I'm going to go over. Over. They just got an over. Top ten rushing defenses in the league at seven and a half. They just got over. They just locked right. in at over. 
Andre. Ozzy Blackman. I got it right at seven. Under. Uh, yeah. Mix it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, oh no, hold on. I think I did. I definitely did that wrong. I definitely did that wrong. I was gonna name these because these would be easy. Browns for sure. Ravens for sure. Niners for sure. Cowboys, you gonna run all over them. Nation, you said over, right? The Bills, bro. Okay, so Shar is up, Darnell. Y'all the right uh at under seven, under seven and a half teams made the uh under seven and a half top of the of the top ten rushing defenses made the playoffs. So there's a total of six teams. Mm. Top ten rushing defenses in the league made the playoffs. Mm. Isaac, you said you said Niners again. Yeah, Ravens, Niners, Browns. Uh, Ravens, Niners, Browns. Uh, Ravens not on here. Rams. Ravens ain't top ten. Rushing, no. Rams not on here, Darnell. Oh, wow. So, Niners, Lions, Browns. Lions. Browns not top 10 rushing defense. You want to scratch the boys off the for me? Niners, Lions. Uh, Niners, Lions. So, four more. Chiefs. Nope. Niners, Lions, uh, Steelers, Brown. No, actually, that's a great guess. I would have loved it too, but no, it's a uh, Niners, Lions, the Bucks, the Texans. I forgot the Texans. Top ten Russian defense. <laughs> Dolphins. That Derrick Henry uh, shutdown helped a lot. Yeah. Shout out to us. Dolphins and the Eagles. Those are the six. Where's the Eagles? <laughs> That's a joke. That's literally a joke. Who knew? Watch it, man. All right. Wow. The number is. Do I want, all right. Last two. Last two. We can wrap. We can wrap up the show. Last two. We can wrap up the show. Number is eight and a half. Eight and a half. Over or under on how many of the top ten scoring offenses are making the playoffs. We had eight and a half. You got over or you got under that are that have made the playoffs. Top ten scoring offenses. <laughs> I'm gonna go out on a limb. I think all the top scoring offenses are in the playoffs now. Yep, me too. I'm gonna say over. Bye, peace. Under.
out of the top 10 scoring offenses in the league, nine of them have made the playoffs. Barely. I knew it. I knew it. Uh, the one team that made it, that the one top, the one team that was in the top ten scoring offenses of the league that did Reds. not make it, the Saints. The Saints, you got it, my friend. You got it. <laughs> Close the show with this. This last over under. The over or under number is set at two and a half. It's set at two and a half. All right. What are we talking about? Category is passing defenses. So at two and a half, so this is the great. <laughs> at two and a half, you have the over or under of how many playoff defenses are in the top five of the league. Two. Isaac got two. Black Peace, what you got? What you got? I'm going over. I'm going three. Just said three. Three of them made it. Now, uh, never mind. Can't do ain't that damn good. Now, this is all still to Isaac's numbers do lie. All right. Uh, Dacia's and Isaac, y'all. I mean, Dacia's and Obama, y'all had over. Huh, Dacia's? Over. Over, over. Isaac got under. All right. So, in the top five, how many playoff teams in the top five made the playoffs with a good passing defense? <laughs> that number will be three. That number would be three out of the top five uh, passing defenses in the league. Three teams made the playoffs. Do y'all want to guess those? Chiefs, San Francisco? Chiefs is one. San Francisco? No. Okay. So, Ravens? Uh, no. On the All Ravens. Right. The Cowboys. We have to start thinking now. Cowboys is the second playoff team. One more, y'all said Chiefs and y'all said uh, Cowboys, and this was the right, well, yeah. So out of the top five deep passing defenses in the league, mm -hmm. uh, allowing the fewest passing yards, right? You got the Cowboys who are at five. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, I said the Chiefs at four. So you have one left that made the playoffs. The Ravens. Ravens Steelers. Steelers is on one, Ravens is on one. Lying. No. This team is number one. Browns. Oh, the Browns. Browns. I'm tripping. Yeah, Browns. Yeah, Browns, Browns. is number Browns is number one passing defense in the league. So when you're talking about the top five passing defenses in the league, right, you would think that a team or defenses are absolutely elite if they're in terms of, like, you know, stopping the pass, right? Um, that's what you would think if the team was in the top five. However, two of those teams in the top five did not make the playoffs. Uh, 
speaking about numbers lying and these numbers suggesting that, hey, maybe these teams, uh, well, one of these teams does, you know, have a really solid defense. But do y'all want to guess the two teams that didn't make the uh that didn't make the playoffs that are in the top five passing defense of the league? Jets. Jets is one. Reputable. Mm-hmm. Easy. For now. now the other team, I'll say this. Saints. Don't think think backwards. It's not the Saints. I would say think backwards. Jaguars. Panthers. My guy. <laughs> yeah, Panthers. Yeah. The Panthers, man. Ain't, it nobody throwing, ain't nobody throwing the ball against y'all, boy. Because we up yeah. by 40 at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to JC Horn, though. Yeah. Good up and coming corner. Definitely, man. Beautiful people. That is what you call a great episode. Thank y'all again for tuning in. We will have this content out to y'all no later than Saturday. We're going to try to make Saturdays by noon, like, a hard out of, like, we dropping an episode, full episode and everything out um, by Saturday at noon. So um, if you're listening to this, it is definitely um, being dropped uh, no later than Saturday by noon. Shineheart Izzo, make sure you go follow him at Shineheart Izzo. At I am sedacious. It's where you can go follow our brother sedacious. Um, if you want to stay peaceful in your life, make sure you can go follow our brother at Black Peace. Shout out to our Texans for making the playoffs. Uh, we're definitely going to beat the Browns, and then we have a tough road ahead of us. But we're going to uh, overtake that and beat the Ravens. Um, and probably more than likely go to the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Uh, probably not gonna make it to Vegas, but definitely gonna be down there for the turn up in uh Houston for the parade. Uh, shout out to CJ Stroud, shout out to Nico Collins, uh, shout out to the wife, uh, holding down the fort again, if I'm not mistaken, finished second again, uh, for the second straight year, uh, in the fantasy football league. She definitely holding it down. Um, yeah, man, love you, beautiful people, and we will see you. Oh. Our brother Charlotte. Oh, by the way, but oh, oh yeah, I mean yeah, we, yeah, we definitely shout out. We do brother. have a champion on. <laughs> by the way, man. speak to you, talk to you, come to you, correct. That's all I ask. What you got? Go Cowboys! All Texas Super Bowl, I'm calling it. Brian, See you at the go land. Cowboys! All Texas Super Bowl, baby. I'm calling it right now. It's that very be, possible. That would be bragging rights of the millennium. Bro, you want to talk about strip club? Next episode. Million. <laughs> February. Oh, y'all know I'm coming off the road. I'm coming right down there. I'm calling it right now, folks. I ain't going to lie, bro. I'm calling it to work. They may, they may not see me that whole <laughs> And I, I'll be, I'll do even more. I called this back week. Matter of fact, I'm taking my days. I'm I'm putting some days in. Isaac, you have to take that time. Oh, man. But love you, beautiful people. We will see you next week.